All right, welcome to Famous First Times. This is a podcast about celebrities shagging. I'm Dom. I'm Ian. And um, what are we going to do here, Ian? Right, what we're doing is I find sex stories about VIP knobheads by VIP knobheads and I bring them to you. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. So I read them out uh, for the first time. I've never heard them before. And then uh, we decided they're just complete bollocks or not. Yep, that's it. Right, this time we've only got one. We usually do two, but this time we've only got one because... Oh, oh don't worry about this, Dom. No, oh, that's no. not enough. Oh, it's good and it's a real good one. Oh, if it's all a good one, right. that's all right. Yeah, don't worry about that. This time we've got a colossal Casanova. All right. Yeah, got any idea who it might be? Fucking no. It's a disco legend. Disco legend, right. Um, no, no, I'm excited to see right. who you've got for us. Let's do it. No, we're doing Barry White. Wow, that'll be good. Sarcastic. This <laughs> fucking Barry White. He's like, he's gonna have a good sex story, isn't he? Right. Okay. But do you like Barry White's music? No. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise! Does, does, does anyone like Barry White proper? Oh man, I, 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 we've been through this. I do. Like, it's not just some big sleazy fucking boudoir music. He's got great do 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 do. So yeah, he's he's famous because people use his music to do comedy sex scenes and shit. Oh, it winds me up so much. It's so it's become a joke. It's because of Vic and Bob that as well. Is it? He's a fucking amazing disco artist and producer and, and people like you, Dom. Yeah. Fucking made me sick. <laughs> I think that he's a joke. He's not a joke. All right, well, what is he? Just big well, he is walrus. Big. Yeah. <laughs> walrus of love, innit? Yeah. But more than that, he's got some amazing songs. Does he like being called a walrus of love? Slimy, like, ugly creature, innit? That just can't move. Waddles on his belly everywhere. <laughs> he can't have called himself that, can he? Someone gave him that name. Is it like Wacko Jacko, one of them things that everyone calls him, but... Yeah. Makes him upset. I reckon so. Alright. So, right, we gathered you're not a Barry White aficionado. Well, yeah, what's his best tune? Well, his, his best stuff, he had a girl group called Love Unlimited. And it's like the Supremes, but with more strings, so more disco. His best stuff is stuff that he didn't do. He fucking. What did he do in it? Did he talk sexy over it all? He produced it, he wrote the songs, he produced it. Right. You wouldn't say that about Phil Spector, would you? I'd, if you said, do you like Phil Spector's music? I'd be like, he's it not got any music. Recording <laughs> <laughs> engineer. Yeah. Wall of Sound, then, who, who did that? You're not going to get that from anyone else. Yeah, yeah, he's good at doing his job. But he's, <laughs> he's not the Supremes, is he? He's not Ronnie Spector. But they want the be real able... talent behind those songs. Oh, forget this. So he puts fucking reverb on shit. He's fucking <laughs> Mr. Big Man. Fuck Phil Spector and fuck Barry White. <laughs> right. right, how do you think Barry White lost his virginity? I think it's going to be a good story, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I reckon he's well known for being good at sex because he just really likes being in bed. <laughs> it's just like, once he, once he gets in bed, he don't, he don't get up. <laughs> so like, if, if you have a shag with him, he'll just he'll drag it out. Because he don't want, don't want to do anything else. Just lay on his side. Of a, just lay on his side. Little movements. Yeah, he'll give you a butt rub <laughs> for like ages, and then he'll. <laughs> yeah, he won't get on top of you. 
Uh, like, it would be dangerous, wouldn't it? Yeah. So yeah, just on on side. So he's uh, he, the way he's lost his virginity. <laughs> he's been in bed for ages, and people keep coming around his house, going, "You're not getting up, nay." <laughs> <laughs> and then someone said, "Well, what 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 do you want?" And so like, just why don't you lie down like I'm doing, see how good it is, and then uh, just 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 lay down for ages with someone like <laughs> doing sex at them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How old do you think he was? 17. 17? Do you think he was quite old then? I don't think that's old. Oh, he was older than the average. The average celebrity sex symbol anyway. Right, okay, this is from Love Unlimited, Insights on Life and Love by Barry White, and it was published in 1999. Barry White. It's like a deep voice, isn't it? Oh, a very deep voice, yeah. Okay. Mary was a beautiful little neighbourhood girl who we'd first met when I were in the eighth grade and she was in the seventh. We became childhood sweethearts. <laughs> and anyone who knew Mary and me from the hood, <laughs> they knew us as a couple in love. We were crazy about each other in that special private universe where all the kids can be. The first three years I'd gone with Mary, I'd never even touched her. When we finally consummated our love, we practiced the rhythm method. And for one of the very few times in my life, I lost the beat. Because one day, I discovered that Mary was pregnant. We decided to have the baby. And I felt blessed when Mary gave birth to our first child, Barry Jr. <laughs> I still lived at home, but spent a lot of time with Mary and Barry Jr. Then Mary became pregnant again. And one summer afternoon, I decided to pay her a visit. I walked over to her house and I saw her sitting right there on front porch talking to another brother. That's what messed me up. I felt betrayed. As if Mary had cheated on me behind me back. I was so hung up in my own definition of purity that I didn't want her. I'm fucking blacking out. <laughs> <laughs> I was so hung up on my own definition of purity. I didn't want to ever see Mary even talk to another boy. I knew I would never fall in love again with any other woman in that same pure way. I would love again, of course, but not fall in love. It was... The wish to reach perfection that became the basis for nearly every love song I would ever write. That is why my next girlfriend became the only one I was ever be able to find that perfection in. Her name, it was Lady Music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's a, you don't get to hear like the ins and outs of the very first time. No, it doesn't go into detail. Because yeah. he's a gentleman. This is the walrus of love. Yeah. He was in love. Yeah. I suppose you'd kind of expect that. He wasn't just a sex guy. He was a, he was a he love was a guy. He was a love guy, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's a difference, isn't it? Yeah. 
and instantly having two kids. This is <laughs> 14, you know, here. Wow. 14. Yeah, that'd be hard work. I like how his first kid's called Barry. Yeah. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. But he's a very possessive and jealous guy, isn't he? Yeah, that's a bit weird, that possessiveness. And, like, he didn't catch him shagging his girlfriend. Just talking. Just talking, and yeah. there was enough to, like, fucking make him lose his mind and he could never love again. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. That's what messed me up. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you know. I felt betrayed as if Mary had cheated on me behind my back. Just talking to a lad. Yeah, that's not normal, that. No. Feeling weird about that kind of stuff when you're 14 is maybe understandable, but then to just carry it on for the rest of his life, it is like, nah, never have a proper girlfriend if she can just be mine all the time and yeah. never speak to anyone else. Because he's not embarrassed about it. He's, he's not saying, oh, I was silly, I was a kid, or I, was, I, was, no, yeah, I didn't have the emotion sorted. He didn't, he didn't say that. He's like, no, That's what set it. up my personality for the rest of my life. That's <laughs> yeah. what all my songs were about, <laughs> wanting perfection of someone. <laughs> but that's not being perfect. That's being a fucking... Creepy. Yeah, like this... love slave or something. Control freak yeah. bullshit, that. Control freak. I like the, uh, the sign-off, though. Her name... Who was it? Who was that girl? Who, 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 who could it be? Lady Music. Stick to the music, Barry. Well, he goes on a bit more about Murray in this next story. He talks about how we went off the rails. It really fucked him up. So here we <laughs> go. As far as my feelings towards Mary were concerned, I didn't realise I was the one who changed. In truth, she was the same Mary she'd always been. That confusion messed me up so bad that for the next six months I became an alcoholic. I started drinking, acting mean to ours people, stealing, doing things I'd never done before, even giving my mother bad mouth. My bad behaviour became something of an addiction. I'd sneak out of the house, steal a car, drive it around for a while, and then return it. Proper <laughs> <laughs> bad boy. <laughs> not bad enough to like, just uh, out in a field, just park it up back yeah. in the house. Drive around really carefully and take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know we were gone. <laughs> All these things that he says that oh, really messed me up. I was wild. Just being mean to people. Yeah. <laughs> not that bad. Being a bit rude to his mum. Yeah. He, that, that was like the like drinking, acting mean, stealing. And even giving his mother bad mouth. <laughs> like, like, that was the worst thing. Oh, he's got proper mummy issues, Barry. Yeah. Like, really. He was really molly coddled by it. Oh, through his book, it's a bit weird, actually. It just goes on about it. Oh, no one can replace me, mum. Let's set him up for this life. Oh, well, because she was, like, perfect. Yeah. And I was doted on him. And he needed all women to do the same. Yeah, it's exactly what he says. So, word, to the, word from the wise mothers. Just fucking don't treat your son. Very well. <laughs> don't treat them like the be-all and end-all. They're just another person. You don't want your son being coming out like Barry White. Yeah, no talk to him. other kids, be, like, in front of them. Like, yeah. Be nice to other people in front of your kid. Talks about his mum and his brother in this yeah. next story. His brother, his brother Daryl, for context, uh, bad lad, like proper, proper rogue. Barry was like the good younger brother. Wasn't that naughty about Daryl? when he... Stole cars. Well, he didn't steal them, he just borrowed it for a little bit. <laughs> but Daryl, like, yeah, really, really naughty. 
Barry talks about his relationship with Daryl and his mum. Uh, yeah, here we go. Right. right after my voice changed, some strange and fascinating things began to happen. As far as I was concerned, although I started going with Mary, there was still only one woman in the world good enough for me, and that was my mama. Daryl, on the other hand, had a million different ladies. His only problem was he couldn't talk to them the way I could. I just had a natural ability to make a woman feel like that she were on a pedestal. They'd call the house for Daryl, he'd pick up phone and start talking, and I could hear him saying everything wrong. He was either too aggressive or he'd be cutting them off before they could say what they wanted to. Out of frustration, one day, he called the receiver and said to me, softly, Burley, talk to this bitch for me. <laughs> in that way, you have. From that moment on, whenever I'd walk in and Daryl were on the phone, he'd hand it to me and have me make believe I was him. I always knew immediately what to say. I'd grab the phone fast before the girl could tell they were a change. After talking to them, they'd always say the same thing. That's such a beautiful side of you, Daryl. I'd never heard you say anything like that before. In a way, Daryl became the first in a series of students of love in need of a good talking to that I counselled while still a teenager myself. One day, a friend of mine who was much older than I was, he must have been maybe 23 or 24, he brought his girlfriend over to my house so I could speak to both of them. What is it? I invited them in. I sat them down and I said, what seems to be the problem? He told me his side, she told me hers, and then I told them both what I thought they should do about it. Words started to spread, and by the end of the year, I was counselling several neighbourhood couples. How old is he here? 14. <laughs> and every time one of them came over, they'd leave a few dollars their way of saying, thank you. I never asked for any money. They just gave it me. One day, Mama came home early and she wanted to know what was going on. She said she'd been hearing about these people being in the house while she were at work. I told her, I'm counselling, Mama. Instead of going to work tomorrow, why don't you stay home? One of my couples is coming over. You can sit in the living room, listen and watch. Mama was sceptical at first. I was, after all, only 14. However, once she saw me do my thing, she became a believer. By the end of that first year, I was seeing 22 couples. 22 fucking couples <laughs> at 14? 14. I don't think that's fucking true. That's Barry White, though, isn't it? I know it's Barry White. He's, like, making out his everyone's fucking love doctor, and he, he always has been. I'm not having it that he's like <laughs> fucking grown adults coming round to a 14 year old just going, I'm uh, having a bit of trouble in the marriage. And he's like, yeah, yeah. 
Just uh, give her a butt rub. <laughs> Stay in bed for fucking hours on end. That'll sort you out. All right, thanks, Barry. But, but why would he make that up? It's a weird thing to make up. Because he wants everyone to think he's like a fucking love doctor. A lying bastard. <laughs> not having it. And the thing is, he's not like an expert in love. He's only had this one girlfriend and it was really weird and possessive and creepy. Yeah. So what, what's he teaching people? Yeah, if he, can't, if he can't understand himself how to treat a woman... What's he telling all these guys? <laughs> Just make sure they don't fucking leave the house. Make sure they don't talk to any other man, ever. And you'll be together. You, you, they probably, you probably did do that, and, like, they left going, what's he fucking on about? Don't, <laughs> don't talk to anyone else. What do men do? But maybe, maybe yeah, he was telling everyone that, and everyone thought because the advice was so terrible that it was just funny. So, like... <laughs> Tell her mates, oh, that fourteen-year-old thinks he's fucking knows how to be in a relationship, and he's like been with one girl who fucking binned off because she talked to someone else. No, really, is he really telling people how to live their lives like proper adults? Yeah, yeah, go around and see. He'll talk to you for ages. He's funny as fuck. Yeah, I believe the Daryl bit, like talking on the phone to someone else. Right. That, that's maybe. Yeah, kind of believable. It's like. It's a, what is it, Bergerac? What? That's like what Bergerac does, doesn't it? <laughs> the TV detective? No, no. The no, the Cyrano de Bergerac. The guy with the big nose. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, his mate, like, he's like talking on behalf of his mate. I only know the story from that Steve Martin film. Is that what happens in that? Yeah, he's like hiding in a bush, talking to someone on a balcony. What year did that film come out? 1986. Fucking Barry's robbed that. Barry's nicked that. You've yeah. seen that film, all right, I'm having that. That's good. <laughs> that's what I'll be doing. That's what I'll tell people. So, yeah, so that's probably bollocks as well, because he's watched that Steve Martin film. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, in Roxanne, anyway. He, he does that on the phone, I'm sure he does. But, like, this other guy's really good looking, so... And, yeah, Barry being... His big nose is just his big fat belly. <laughs> Oh, so man. he's like identifying with Serrano de Bergerac for being an outcast and yeah. just making up all this shit. He's lifted so that no, story. So no, I don't believe the Daryl story either. <laughs> right. Uh, so right, bullshit scale for all of this. Nine. I believe. <laughs> no, no. I believe. I believe that he was really possessive and horrible because you, you wouldn't lie about that, would you? No. And yeah. saying that he was really fucked up because he wanted. A girl to be like his mum. You won't lie about that, would you? No. So, um, so yeah, that bit, give it a two for bullshit. Um, last bit, nine for bullshit, <laughs> so maybe it's falling about seven. Right. In total. <laughs> Six in, in his overall personality is 70% bullshit <laughs> <laughs> as a person. Right. And is he still alive? No, no, he died. All right. Say what we want then, can't we? I've got to get us. Um, is he woke? No. Absolutely not. Not at all. Not in the slightest. But yeah, he fooled the world, didn't he? Everyone thinking he's the love god, the yeah. love doctor. But okay. he didn't know the first thing about it. Yeah. Yeah, because he never fell in love properly again, well, apart from lady music. Oh, yeah. But that's not a woman. This could be a man. Maybe it's boy music. What? <laughs> why, why is Lady Music a, a, a woman? A fucking lady. Yeah, but he's calling it Lady Music. It's completely genderless. I see 
music as being gender neutral. I'm not asking if you're woke, Dom. I'm woke. We all know you're woke. So yeah, Barry White. Was it as good as you thought it'd be? Did you think? Did you expect something a bit more from Barry? Yeah, I wanted him to talk about fucking gross details (laughs) about all the flesh on flesh and all the juices. But I mean, you could kind of say he's a bit a bit of a gentleman because he didn't go into that kind of detail, as opposed to. Sadaka, Kedis, yeah, slash, but it's not a nice story, is it? No. Nope. Thumbs down. Thumbs down, Barry. In all respects. Big Barry. Big Barry is done. Big Barry done. Big Barry done. Thanks for listening to Famous First Times. That was episode five done with Big Barry White. Big Barry done. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Subscribe on your podcast listening app, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are. And give us a five-star rating if you like it. And tell all your mates. And follow us on Instagram at Famous First Times, all one word. And other social media at GiveOver, all one word. And uh, if you've got any stories about celebrities shagging that you know of or that you've heard about let us know what they are just message us or ring us phone numbers 07896 493 664 you can leave a message we've not checked any of our messages yet but hopefully there'll be a big raft of people with great interesting stories that we can tell you about in a future episode cheers see you on Sunday next episode Sunday next episode Sunday yeah see ya